Here in Melbourne, you know we love the work of Mike Shinoda. When the bat signal went up and said he is in Australia, we have to get him on Triple M because you like family. This radio station has been playing your music since I can remember, Mike, and it's uh, awesome to have you on. How are you doing? So good. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Uh, you're not one to stay still. We know that. And uh, you've got plenty of projects on the go, but you've got a new record uh, in the works, which is pretty exciting. Yeah. I, well, I mean, I've spent, you know, as you know, uh, some time kind of doing writing and producing for other people. Yeah. It was, I was intentionally kind of staying off the microphone. Um, got a chance to work with some really great people from, you know, uh, Demi Lovato to Paris to grandson Sueco. Um, I was actually, it's, I mean, I was actually in the studio on a song that we didn't end up putting out, but with uh, G flip as well. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. So with that said though, I did, I did that for a few years really. And somewhere towards the end of last year, I got the bug. (laughs) I got the itch to like, come back and do my own stuff and i put out a track um called in my head uh mm. with the the movie the most recent scream movie mm-hmm. um that that did really well on the radio and especially in the u.s and um yeah this i've got a new thing on the way uh, amazing uh you're getting itchy feet when you're producing other artists you think oh i want to get there i want to get behind the mic i won't ever go again i actually was i was doing the opposite oh <laughs> i was i was like turning people down and would be like working on a song and they'd be like, yeah, so is this, do you want to, and I'm like, no, no, no. Like, this is your song. It's your song. And, um, yeah, I did that a bunch. You know, the difference is when you're working in that capacity, I really wanted to work in a more, you know, behind the scenes mentor kind of capacity. And at there was a point at which, um, I just realized that, there's something very fulfilling about when it's your song, mm. when, when it's, I'll say, I'll say this in first person, when it's my song, I make different decisions and I, and I put the song through a different level of, of scrutiny and creative, like it, it, it I make different um, choices. Mm. And so, so that was kind of where this new track kind of came from. Oh, okay. You mentioned mentoring. Um, you know, you've been in the music business a long time now. Is that something that you enjoy, or in other, is it is it a way for a lot of musicians of your um, stature to to give back to the music community? Is that, do you think it's important? Yeah, of course. I mean, it's it, you know, sometimes it's really. Um, I find myself in a session, and I start. I, I've 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 been in sessions before where some of the collaborators are like acting a little weird. Okay. <laughs> it's like, I can't tell why they're acting weird. Right. And inevitably, I mean, I want to say like more than three quarters of the time, somebody eventually says, man, I'm so sorry. I'm acting weird. I am just the biggest fan. I'm okay. the biggest Lincoln park fan. <laughs> and it's like somebody who's, you know, this is person. like that's happened most recently. I, I think of like, there was a, a guy who's a, 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 a top line writer, a vocal like, like songwriter, uh, who does lyrics and, and melodies and things. And he, and yeah. he he's in his late twenties and, uh, we had this really nice conversation about it. What's so fun for me is like, I get to, I mean, I was a fan of his, like, yeah, so, right. You know, in the case of, um, like, I did some tracks with a kid named Justice Bennett. It's like, Justice loves Linkin Park. Mm. He just lo- he loves Linkin Park. But you wouldn't, I would never have guessed it by the t- type of music he makes because there isn't, it doesn't sound the same. It's just, yeah. he, he's he got this, 
irreverent, fun, yelly kind of energy, like a like a drunk party kind of energy. <laughs> okay. Um and and yeah, and and you know, I love his stuff. I think his yeah. stuff is incredible. I think he's got such a unique perspective on music and a unique way of singing and and so I'm a fan of his, he's a fan of mine. That's yeah. what makes a great session. But I suppose also when you were coming through, did you have that mentor? Did you have someone that you could lean on and say, hey, I'm working on this. What do you think about this? Or, I mean, you had some great producing. You had the Rick Rubens of the world that you, you right. got to work with. Um, yeah. Did you have that, that mentor? I didn't have it in the beginning. Right. I didn't. I, the, the closest thing I had, which was really special and important, I, had a, uh, I did a, about 11 years of classical piano training with a teacher in, in Los Angeles who, who's, she was just, you know, she was teaching, I started there, it was like a Yamaha school of piano, uh, after school program. So like you go in for an hour once a week and kids like three year olds, we were like little, <laughs> yeah. I'm, 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 I don't mean that. I, I, I mean that literally yeah. we were like three years old and, and we go in and they teach us piano and eventually after about 10 years, 11 years of lessons, um, I went to my teacher and I said, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm getting into I, what I, the type of music I love is hip hop yeah. and, and the hip hop artists are sampling jazz and blues. So when I hear piano, I, on those songs, I love it. When mm. I hear Mozart and stuff, I kind of, it's kind of boring to right. me yep. and could, can, you know, can you teach me this other stuff, this jazz and, and blues? Mm. And she thought about it and said she basically like took me through this conversation she said you know the people that you're listening to they are buying gear learning how to use it making beats like why don't you just do that i don't wow. think you need piano lessons anymore and if you can imagine like you make your living you're you're you know paying the bills yeah. with every student that you teach and you're telling one of your students to stop lessons just so they can do what's <laughs> right for them yeah. That's a remark. Yeah. I mean, what a saint. That's a moment, right? Yeah. There. What her her name is her name is Eileen. She's like the greatest. Do you but still see her? Um, we we've come, we've come in uh we've we've gotten in contact a yeah. few times over the years. Yeah. That's amazing. But, but you know, I, I didn't have a mentor. Mentor. No. I had I had that. I had things like that. But I didn't have until Rick Rubin. I didn't have somebody who I could call and say, "Hey, I'm I'm at an impasse. Yeah. What do you recommend? Or like, I need some help, like with my." my perspective or my, or my approach rather creatively or otherwise, like yeah. Rick has always been more of that. What, what makes a good producer, Mike? Is it, is it, uh, someone is, is just directing traffic, bouncing around ideas? I mean, what, you know, in listen, your- man, it's all about the hits. You gotta have the hits. <laughs> it's about, it's only about how many hits you got. Right. If I, if I get in the room with somebody who does that, yep. like, and they're just all about, like, it's a hit. If I hear yeah. the word, like, Grammy Award oh, in the first, okay. any point during the, during the session, I honestly will leave immediately. Yeah. Like, I will just find a reason to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, to me, I, I've never, I got into this because I love it. I, I do, like, every time I, in, like... Um, dive into a new project, it's because I've identified something I want to learn, something I want to explore, something I'm curious about. So to me, those are the things like, and, and, and really, if you want to get down to something even more, maybe granular or tangible, Mm. a lot of times a project for me, we actually use it with, with my Lincoln Park band mate, bandmates. We use food metaphors all the time. Like there's, there's music that's candy. There's music that's yeah. McDonald's, that's French fries yep. and, and, and lollipops and gum. Mm. Like there's music that's sustenance. 
and there's music that is adventurous sustenance. You you go to a restaurant, you get something that's very unique, and it and it fuels you, and you think about it the next day. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, that's the kind of music I want to make when I go into projects with whether it's my stuff or for other artists, like getting down to the fundamental truth of a song. What is the truth of the the? What is the thing that the artist wants to? get across. And if that artist is me, then I have to really be um aware of and and open about the 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 kind of the core of the lyrics and the point of the point of the song. Yeah. Are you actively looking for for producing or do people come to you? Like what's the process with you working with some of these incredible talent? Um, you get a phone call, an email. Hey, what are you doing I, this weekend? I have met more. This is going to be really funny. <laughs> I have met more artists on Instagram, yeah, right, than than anywhere else. I, get I that. follow. I follow somebody because I like their music or because I'm curious about them. And it, once in a while, I get a DM from them or they get a DM from me. Like, just hey, I'm oh, a fan. Wow. Love your stuff. Imagine and that. Yeah, it's a, it's such a nice, safe way. Because if it ends there, if all it is yeah. is like, I now you know I like your stuff, if that's all you get out of it, that's actually fine. That's actually really good. If it goes beyond that and somebody, one person or the other says, would you be interested in jumping in the studio? Um, it can be really fun. And, and, and I've done a lot of sessions where nothing really came of it. Like we got in, together in the studio and the magic wasn't there. Mm. But at least the artist knows I like what they do and they that's know, true. you know, and vice versa. And so... Um, yeah, I, 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 I enjoy, I still do enjoy the process. Like right yeah. now I'm really much more focused on my own stuff, but you know, if the right thing comes along, uh, the right person comes along and says, Hey, well, do you want to, you know, mm. work on a song together? I, I, I'm still open. Imagine getting a bloody DM from Mike Sonoda. Holy shit. He's liking my post. <laughs> be unbelievable. Do you remember the first time you heard one of your songs on the radio? I do. Oh yeah. I believe, well. The first time I heard one of our songs in its entirety on the radio, I believe I was in the shower <laughs> at home. Yeah. And One Step Closer got played wow. by our local radio station in LA. They had a, um yeah, they yeah. had a they had a, a special during the middle of the day where um there was a guy actually there was one DJ who got to pick the songs and put them on and it was his it was Jed the Fish's catch oh, of the day. Jed the Fish, amazing. And then that day Jed was out, right. and a brand new DJ named Stryker, oh, Ted Stryker. was was on the air, wow. and he was the one who picked Lincoln Park and put it on the air. And I almost fell <laughs> out of my shower; I was dying, partially because it was like such. It was my this is your hometown, of course. Station, oh man, such Massive. a good feeling, incredible. And that feeling never goes away. Well, it is always. It is always an incredible feeling. As I mentioned at the start, mate, we've been you know playing your music for years, and it's just always a great to, to catch up with you. You've got such a community of fans that follow you here in Australia, and uh, thank you so much for the chat here on Triple M. For all the latest rock news, interviews, and backstage experiences, don't forget to subscribe to Triple M Rock on the Listener app.